All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Courier's Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Sparks Home Store. Sparks Home Store is located at 2281 U.S. Highway 70 in Thatcher. Founded in 1946, the Sparks family has worked hard over the years to maintain their local roots, provide excellent products and services to the city of Thatcher and the surrounding area. As a family-run business, they're always excited to meet their customers, so stop in today, the Sparks Home Store in Thatcher. And speaking of Thatcher, I have a Thatcher High School graduate with me today, correct? Yes, I Cl- did. Class of 1983. 83. Okay, I was going to yeah. give you it. Oh, you're going to be too kind. I yes, was going to be it's nice. 83. Uh, Sheriff PJ Allred is with me today, and we're talking about the holidays and staying safe out there, specifically when it comes to over-imbibing, um, having a little too much to drink, and maybe the the common sense goes away with that. Well, yes, of course, and, uh, you know, when the when the New Year's here, Christmas time's here, we all love that time of year, and it's a great time of year. We have our family here, happy times, good things happen. We get to see people we haven't seen since some since the year before <laughs> at the same time. You know, and then, uh, of course, when we get together, then a lot, a lot of times people will start partaking of their favorite drink and beverage and those types of things or or other things that perhaps should not be taken into their bodies. But, uh, but anyway, you know, and I'm, and I'm here not in any way preaching or telling someone to not enjoy themselves this holiday. Um, I hope that they have a great time. The only thing that I'm really asking for is that they can be responsible for what they do in their actions uh, when they do this. So hopefully they've got things set up and they're prepared, whether it's the designated driver, whether they're at their own home and they don't have to go anywhere, or things like that that, that uh, keep them from driving on our streets and uh, potentially making it uh, not a happy holiday anymore and turning into a horrible holiday for a family somewhere. Now, the agencies participate in the Governor's Office of Highway Safety's uh, DUI task forces, correct? Yes, we all do. Okay, and and the dates haven't been quite set yet, but they're planned for the holiday season. Yes, there will definitely be extra law enforcement out, and they'll be on DUI details. And, uh, yeah, and that's, that's what we're going to do to try to help, help uh, people make better decisions in their driving. And the governor's funding, or the governor's office of highway safety funding, that goes to pay for that overtime, right? So it's not coming out of the local taxpayers; it's it's coming from the statewide pool. It does, yeah. That that uh, that deal is kind of a, it's really a blessing to smaller agencies, um, which we're all small agencies here in the Gila Valley, um, and uh, yeah, because it pays helps pay for our overtime. Um, we also put in for grants with them, and we've also gotten vehicles. Um, through that through that particular grant uh, given to each of the agencies, and uh, which is not just for DUI stuff. I mean, uh, one of our deputies or one of our officers will drive those vehicles as, as their duty vehicle all the time. So, I mean, that helps also in our budgets and all those types of things. Uh, so, yeah, any, anything that comes to us in any form whatsoever to help us with operate our departments and offices, um, we're grateful to have. Now, my mom was on the job for 35 years, and let me tell you, she loved that that holiday OT. She hated yeah. being away, but she loved that holiday OT. Now, now, do you guys work eight-hour shifts, or do they work 10s or 12s? They work 10s. 10s? Okay. Yeah. So they get to spend a little time with the family yeah. um, on the holiday. They do, but you know that's, but that's the nature of, of 
the jobs of law enforcement, of public safety, of health uh, departments in our, whether it's the hospital, um, those types of things. You know, there's there's someone who's always going to be in need of our services, and uh, no matter what day it is or what time of the year it is, and so there will always be someone on the streets uh, there to back them up and help them and, and take care of their needs, whatever that might be. Now, we're, we're not quite as important as those first responders, but journalists get to work on the holidays, too. And we don't get the OT that you guys get. Although, I, I guess you're an elected. You don't get the OT, do you? No, no, no. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I, do, I don't get any overtime. Yeah, no overtime. But that's uh, okay. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm going to ask, maybe it's a silly question, but we've got a community here that, for a number of reasons, there is a significant portion of our population that does not drink, whether it's somebody like me that just doesn't, or they don't do it because they're in recovery, or for religious reasons. So do we see a good number of DUIs still, even though we have this this population that just doesn't do it for whatever reason, or or are we better off than maybe some other communities are, on a percentage basis? Well, of course I'm prejudiced for our community, okay? I, I feel that we are very blessed to live in Graham County where we live. Um, we get to see other places. We live in a wonderful part of the world. We're blessed to live in the United States of America to begin with. But being in Graham County, um, it's a wonderful place to be. And you're right. There's, there's a lot of good people. There's a lot of good people everywhere. But having said that, um, you know, the, whether it's drinking or whether it's drug activity, that stuff doesn't discriminate for for age, for race, for religions, or anything else. Um, that stuff can get a hold of anybody at any time. And uh, just hopefully they don't make themselves vulnerable. I can't even say that word. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's because you're not vulnerable. This yeah. is true. No, we all are. And, and you're right. It, it can you affect know, anybody. So it, it, it does. So we do see our fair share of, yeah, we, we, do, we do make arrests on those things. And we do encounter a lot of these folks. And then there's a lot of people that come to here, you know, that don't necessarily live here, uh, that are coming back to visit friends, family, things like that. Um, then there's others just passing through us all the time. That uh, yeah, this is this decisions. is a U.S. highway. I mean, it's a U.S. Yeah. highway, and and they're just going to different locations throughout the state or the country, and they come through us, and so we have a chance to encounter those folks. Whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. But uh, hopefully we can make a good impact on whoever we come in contact with for the better. Now, Judge Peterson, uh, the presiding judge at Graham County Superior Court, has has instituted a drug court in an effort to, A, keep um, nonviolent offenders out of jail as long as they conform to the, the regulations and kind of reduce the number of drug and DUI uh, activity out there. Are you guys on the enforcement side seeing any impact from that yet? Because it's still fairly new. I, you know, I, I think that I think it's a good positive program, and um, of course we back we back the judge and his decision what he's doing. And he's tough. And he doesn't. I mean, there's no. You get one chance. Yes. Yes. And uh, and of course and so you know I think he's given him that shot. Now I don't. 
myself, I haven't done the stats on any of that type of stuff. It's still and new. So I, I don't, don't even know if you know. have the stats yet. Do you? I mean, it's... Um, I'm, there may be something out there. I, I couldn't say for I, sure. I want to say if it's if it's a year, it just got to a year. But I know there are some people that have voiced and have said that it's helped them in their personal lives. So, I mean, there is some of that out there, which is a good positive thing for us. And uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited for anything that can help us in that direction whatsoever. Um, because also, you know, we do... Graham County Sheriff's Office, we do also maintain the jail. We're the only jail for our local departments here in Graham County. And, um, yeah, it's good if we can kind of keep the clientele in our jail down also. You know, however, we do what we got to do to take care of the folks that are in there also. And uh, I, I know speaking with offenders, um, I, I'm going to make it, I'm going to, draw an analogy here that may not make sense. So, uh, <laughs> when, when I was young, I worked in, uh, I worked a number of jobs as we all do. And one of them was in, uh, telephone collections. And I, I collected also on mortgages and people were convinced the mortgage company wanted to take my home. No, they didn't. The mortgage company wants you to pay because there's more money in you paying than in having to foreclose on a home. Again, my mom would come home. Her best day was when nobody got arrested. I, I don't think people understand yeah. that the police would really rather not arrest anybody because that means everything's going good. You know, I occasionally I'll get a phone call um, from someone who's moved out of state or something like that, and they will tell me for no other reason that they just wanted to call and tell me how good they're doing and um, how good their family's doing, and, and that they're clean of the things they had done in the past, and, uh, and how happy they are, you know. And then uh, and I have people here locally also that I will see in a store, and I, and I tell you, I've, I've had some people actually walk up to me that I have arrested in the past. Of course, I'm 32 years into this stuff, but I, some that I've arrested in the past, and they'll talk to me, and then they'll say, you don't remember me, do you? You know, and it's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to lie to you. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm trying, but I'm not, it's not clicking. And they'll tell me who they are. And even if they tell me who they are, it's like they've changed that much for the better that, uh, I, yeah, I just can't really believe it's them. And they look good. They talk good. They sound good. They're doing well. And, like, and your mother is exactly right. Those are some of the best days you can ever have in law enforcement as to when... You see good, happy things going on in people's lives. That things were not good and happy at one point in time, but they've changed that and they've made it better. We'll give the sheriff a chance to uh, take a drink. What is whistle? Because <laughs> it, it gets dry talking. And I want to remind everybody that Sparks Home Store is uh, bringing us today's podcast. Starting now, the Sparks Home Store is having their year of the uh, excuse me their end of the year clearance event. They have sectionals, mattresses, bed sets, and so much more. Their loss is your gain. This huge inventory blowout has everything priced to move, and that's at the Sparks Home Store, located at 2281 U.S. Highway 70 in Thatcher. Thank you, Sparks Home Store. I need a new bed. We, we've come <laughs> to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, we've come to that conclusion, and it's here's the tough part. I really want a new TV. Yes. I don't need a new TV. I want to stress that. This is purely selfish. I just want a bigger TV. <laughs> and my wife keeps saying, but we need a new mattress. It's like, 
Yeah, I think I'm going to have to give the mattress first. So I think you better go by that decision you're making right there. Yeah, you, the rule is you always keep the wife happy. Well, she's a wonderful woman, and so, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and much smarter than me, so I'm going to go with whatever her decision is. <laughs> yeah, she, she's wonderful. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about uh, cooperation within this area. Um, agencies across the nation have... Um, uh, Oh, I can't. It just went right out of my head. Uh, coverage agreements. Yes, MOUs. Uh, yes, or... yeah, memorandums of understanding and and um, but giving authority to arrest and to stop and cite, etc. Uh, I lived on the western part of the state, and um, those communities had to deal with California Highway Patrol, and and because everybody's right there, you just have to do that because that's just the nature of of our area. As you said, we're so small. How is the cooperative uh, work with the other agencies here? And there are a lot of agencies here. I don't know that people understand just how many. It's not just Thatcher and Safford and Pima and the Sheriff's Office. There's U of A. There's the college, the Forest Service. Um, the Bureau of Management. Yeah, the, Ga- Game and the, Fish. And the Heart Patrol. Right, and, and DPS. Yeah. So how, how is it cooperating with the agencies? You know, I there's nothing that uh, hinders us of working us with one another. It just takes, well, for instance, there, there can be a call come out somewhere, and it could be in any of our neighborhoods, whether it's out in the county or in one of the cities. It could be anywhere. And if it's a serious type of a call that's coming, you're going to get somebody from every agency responding that, that come to you. Okay, and uh, and they're backing each other up on a regular basis. Um, the chiefs, myself, you know, we, we all work very well together. Um, I'm excited to have them, all of them, uh, doing the things that they do. And once again, we're very blessed with our law enforcement here because they will, they're, they're going to take care of each other and they're going to take care of their communities. And there's not any problems with any of us working with one another. And and you've got the luxury of all the guys kind of, and I say guys, obviously my mother was an officer. It's not just men. It's just a general term. Yes. Um, they all know each other and, yes. and interact with each other and their kids go to school together. I mean, it's not like in a big city where, heck, there are guys on the same force that'll never come across each other because they're in different districts. That's um, true. So I, I assume that plays a bigger factor in how quickly guys will respond. Well, you know, but you don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. The, I mean, everybody cares about, you know, your your brothers yeah. and your sisters. Yeah, well, that's the kind of thing, you know, like I said, in the bigger areas, the bigger law enforcement. Um, I mean, yeah, we're that's like the biggest family in the world, you know, law enforcement. Because, you know, you might be a police officer or a deputy in Graham County or in Safford, Thatcher, whatever, but first time you travel to the East Coast. And you run into a police officer, well, you automatically have a connection, you know, and you automatically know that besides we all know we go see a police officer, we get in trouble. But I mean, we all know that there's a policeman close to us and that if I needed something, I can go to that person and they're going to help me and assist me and whatever. That's the same as they will do everybody else. But that's kind of like that with every kind of a job, you know, I'm sure people that you deal with in your profession, when you go meet with somebody, I mean, you know. 
Somebody complains about a journalist, my first instinct is to stand up for the journalist. It's stand up for the journalist. There'll yeah. be another journalist stand up for you. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of... We may be wrong. things work. We are occasionally wrong. Yeah. We don't like <laughs> to admit it, but occasionally we are. But, but having said that, you know, in a, in a valley like ours, yes, um, we all know one another. And sure, we'll have new folks come into town and go to work for one of our departments or offices and... Um, but it doesn't take very long that we know them. And uh, and yeah, you, you see each other at the grocery store, you see each other down at the at the market and getting gas and wherever, you know. You, you see everybody, all your kids play on the little league teams or football teams, high school, you know, all, this, all these different activities. You just continually run into one another all the time, you know. And we have Bureau of Prisons, too. We and, forgot uh, all about that. We got Bureau of Prison and Department of Corrections, too. I yeah. mean, there's just a lot of law enforcement concentrated in our small area. This is true. Yeah, we have three. We have, uh, well, we have, like I said, the Federal Bureau of Prison, FCI, up here at the foot of the mountain here on uh, up Swift Trail. There are actually three state prisons inside of our county. And, you know, we all work well together with all these folks also. And um, it's, it's a huge, big team effort. I mean, if something happens where they need assistance at one of the state prisons or the FCI, we will respond there to them also to assist them wherever they've got going on. Right. The same as they will respond with their team. If I have something going on outside of our jail, when I need some more extra hands or bodies or folks to assist us and help us take care of anything that might be out of control for a moment or potentially getting that way. Um, the search the, dogs. That we have those, yeah. but yeah. there's no Department of Corrections is really right. quick to send their group and their team, which are very professionally trained, to come and assist and help us in anything that we've got going on also. So, yeah, it's, it's once again, just law enforcement here in our valley. Lucky to live here. It's, everything's hand-in-hand hand with each other. Um, and, you know, and part of that is also it, it's, it plays the other side also. And when I, may, when I mean plays the other side also, I mean that when we're talking law enforcement, but we're also talking that um, people who are offenders in our community, um, we our kids go to school with their kids also. I went to school with them also, <laughs> you right. know, all those things. But as long as you treat people fair and you try to make the correct decision, not for a popular decision, but for a correct decision, then there's always going to be people that's going to fault us and do whatever decision we make in either direction. Nobody's uh, just, ever happy getting a citation or an arrest. Exactly. That's just how that works. Nobody, nobody, yeah, the decisions are never popular 100% all the way around. Yeah. But as long as I feel like, or as long as our officers are making the correct decision, not the popular one, then that's okay. You guys have a couple extra agencies that you have to work with that, the the city and town agencies don't um, because you border two counties. Yes. Well, three counties. Well, actually, we border a lot of counties. Do, do you go yeah. north into well, Apache? See, no, no, that's Greenlee that goes to Apache. Well, right? what happens is, with as far as our little boundary goes right here, of course, our, our big neighbors, we have Greenlee County. Right, and Cochise right to the south. To us. We have Cochise also to us. Pima County touches us down on the southwest corner oh, wow. of our county down there. Okay. Off the San Pedro River back in the backside of the Glero Mountain Range. Pinal County actually touches us down at the end of the Vera Vipa. Gila County 
touches us at the bridge right on the on, reservation on the reservation and that was the other San agency Carlos. i was going to bring up which is san carlos pd yes which we also work well with them also yeah and so that then, that's a lot of coordinating for you I, well, how does yeah. I, how do you find time to work with those agencies and because that's a lot i mean seriously no fooling around i mean it's yeah. one thing to say oh there's a serious accident on the highway Pima will shoot over there thatcher will shoot over there and and you guys will get there, you know, as soon as a deputy is free. It's another thing to have to coordinate with San Carlos PD and Greenlee sheriffs, mm-hmm. you know, at two opposite ends of the at the county. But it may be something you have to. Uh, I was thinking of the search for the uh, murder suspects. I know you guys were were part of that. Everybody was keeping an eye out. So you're coordinating with a number of agencies. I'm assuming your your command staff. Spends a lot of time on coordination. Well, yeah, I mean, what we... It's kind of like I said a minute ago. I mean, if, when the call comes out, we go to it. Right. Um, and and then we work on it as we get there. It's the jurisdiction, who does this, who does that kind of a thing. Um, if we know that there's some kind of an incident that's, that's coming on that uh, we need to correlate with, yeah, we get, we go, get together. We work on those things together. Um, whether it's with um, San Carlos or or any of our, of our neighbors around us, um, we take care of them. Um, for instance, you know, I've even at one time, uh, uh, Greenlee County, um, they were holding a meeting with all their deputies, and uh, they wanted to have all their deputies together. So I coordinated with the sheriff, and I sent some of my deputies up there to cover calls in Greenlee County while he did that. So that way his county was protected while they held some meetings that they needed to get some information out in. And, um, and they would do the exact same for us. We do that now here in our, in our counties now. Um, Safford could have a call that could be a very serious call that takes lots of manpower and maybe an accident or whatever. And then we'll go take calls in their city with them. Thatcher will come and take calls. We all will. The same as they've done for us on numerous occasions. We've got a call in the county. Any of those other agencies will respond out there and take care of our calls for us as we're handling other incidences. But that stuff all happens the same as with um, our, our neighborhood, our neighboring. Cochise County, uh, where we have Benita across behind the mountain. Um, Technically Cochise, Graham, but they're there, kind of more Cochise. We, we do have deputies that are back there, and they do work that side of the mountain. But uh, but Cochise County will respond, and they will come and back up our guys. The same as our guys will go across the line and back up theirs, because that little piece of Cochise County that's just uh, north of Wilcox there, you know, there's not a lot of maybe different times, not a lot of enforcement running around in that area either. So we will go back there, guys, up also. Yeah, I've I've been and, to Bonita. Uh, it's it that's a. That's a wide open, nice farm area. It, it's beautiful. farming and ranching. So it's a beautiful part yeah. of our county. Yeah, there's sure. not a lot of people there, so there's a lot of. It, I imagine it's tough yeah. getting your guys around there just because they can well, be so far away. Some of our guys are. I mean, uh, we've got guys that have been raised over there, so they know they know the people. Which you know, are the people in Benita and Klondike country, they're really they're excellent people. Oh yeah, I've not yet met a, hardworking a, folks. You yeah. know. And, uh, and that's the other good part about it. If I happen to have a newer deputy that's maybe stumbling around a little bit, it's nothing for one of the one of those folks on the side of the mountain to gather him up and say, listen, this is the direction you need to go. <laughs> you know, we're here, we'll help you. <laughs> 
And uh, we're not here to hinder you. We will help you. <laughs> One last thing, because I know you got to get going. Um, you mentioned that you're in charge of the jail. Not you, but Graham County Sheriff's. Yes. I, although technically you, yes. you know, as the elected official. Um, you guys also handle the dispatch. And, yes, and I think do. people forget how important dispatch is. Because that's, that's the first contact with a victim, with, uh, with a possible uh, suspect. Anyone. Yeah. You're 100% correct. Um, yeah, we dispatch for everyone in, in Graham County. Um, we don't dispatch for the high patrol. We don't dispatch for Forest Service or the Bureau of Land Management. Um, University of Arizona, they work with their own dispatch also. However, most of those guys will have a radio in their vehicle that, that, where they can listen to us and can talk to us. We're not their primary dispatch. But everyone else, we, we pretty well dispatch for. And um, the ambulance service has their own dispatch also. But they have radios where they can listen to us also. And um, but you're you're right. When someone calls and uh, they they've got a reason, they've got a purpose. And in their mind, and it could very well be one of the most horrible things that ever happened, or it might not be that such a big deal. But to them, it is. And so our dispatchers will field the phone calls and be professional at it. And um, they do a very good job to get the correct people in route to assist these folks, wherever they might be. I know sometimes it takes a little, you know, sometimes it takes a while for our guys to get there. Because it's, a, know, it's, a, because a, it's a large um, amount of, co of county that has to be covered. Yeah, if you put it into perspective of things, a lot of times, you know, I mean, the, the city folks, I worked for Safford for 20 years, and so I, I know how it is to respond to a call in Safford. You can get several guys there really fast to a call. Um, out in the county... It, it could be an hour in some locations of the county before someone can even get to you. And that's with people trying to get there quickly. And um, so it depends on where, the, where it's at, you know. But for the most part, you know, it, it can take 20, 30 minutes sometimes for guys to get there. So, no, we don't respond as fast as cities because we're not on the street corner just around the corner by you yeah. already. You know, we might be in San Jose and get a phone call towards Eden or... Thunderbird States or Valley or South of Safford somewhere or, you know, Clough Ponds area, anywhere. And right. Bonita and Klondike. That's right. You Anything know. that happens uh, out, you know, out in the wilderness, for lack of a better term, out in the desert, that's yes. that's kind of yours too, unless it happens to be BLM land or... Yeah, well... But I mean, you'll still respond. Yeah, we still respond. Because like I say, we, we take care of each other. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dispatch. Nobody calls dispatch just to say, hi, how you doing? It's always no. an emergency. Yeah, it's know. always something going on. And and like and our dispatchers, they're nor very should good. they. I want to stress, nor should they. Don't call nine one one to say hi. <laughs> there's there's a non emergency number. Yeah, yeah. If they want to call just a non emergency number, that'd be great. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah please save nine one one for the emergency calls. But our dispatchers, they're they're very great. They work hard, and uh, they're the ones that are be well between our dispatchers, our detention officers. They're not seen out in the public eye. Um, you know, they're behind doors and just your everyday folks don't get to see them. And, uh, and so, but, but they're great. They do a wonderful job at what they do and they take pride in what they do. And, um, we hope that, uh, if you make the phone call that, that I think we're going to address you professionally and. We'll get your information out as quickly as possible to whoever it needs to go to, to the right right folks, to where they can come and assist and help you. And 
and those are inside of our detention facility. Um, I know our, our staff that works in there, that they work really hard at uh, taking care of our inmates. And, I'm, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of opinions out there just in the opinion world about inmates, but the fact of it is, is that they're in our custody and we are responsible for them and we need to take care of them. And I want to say so almost all need. of all of your inmates are innocent until proven guilty. You have a, a few that have been sentenced. I think yeah. if you're sentenced to less than a year, you can do that in county. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few that have been judged guilty. But We've for the most part, there. your people are innocent and have to be treated as such fairly, right? Sure. So yeah. I, I can I can attest to your dispatchers. I've had the call a couple times. Yeah, I see an accident, that sort of thing. Wonderfully professional. I hope I never encounter your jail guys. <laughs> it, while they work. Sometime. <laughs> while they work, I hope I never to encounter them. I hope I see them out at the grocery stores and the movie theater. That's where I want to see those guys. If I guys have a second, let me say one more thing real quick. Sure. Because I, I just something I'd just like to say, especially in this holiday season. We've already talked about just please be careful when you're driving. Please be careful what you're doing out here on the streets. There's little kids going to be running around. They're going to be excited. They're going to get a new bike for Christmas. They're going to get a skateboard for Christmas or some something that moves on wheels <laughs> for Christmas. There's going to be others that are going to get uh, a computer for Christmas. They're going to get something of technical type stuff for Christmas. Please be aware of, not that they're going to get run over on the street, but please don't let them get run over on their computers as far as watch where they go when on their computers. Um... Yeah, they're, they're kids, and we want to think that they're responsible for things that they do. We need to let them step out in life and do a few things, but up until they're 18 years of age, we are still their parents, and we are still responsible for them. And uh, I would like to think that in being responsible for them that we will hopefully, yeah, you, it's okay if you put your nose in their business a little bit and know what your children are doing. That would be greatly appreciated by us. You will appreciate it in the long run. And uh, I think that's the things I really kind of wanted to point out to you. All right. Sheriff P.J. Allred, thank you so much for joining us. I just want to remind everybody today's podcast was brought to you by the Sparks Home Store. Stop by today. See Sergio, Steve, Keenan, or Jesse. They'll help you navigate through their beautiful showroom with a wide selection of Ashley, Lazy Boy, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, Seeley, Jonathan, Lewis, and more. There is something for every budget. For over 73 years, they are your home for Valley in the Gila Valley, and that's the Sparks Home Store. So for the Courier Podcast, I'm Dave Bell. Thank you so much for listening.